your face. It's what it is. <laughs> what's wrong with Wes's face? No, I just get this. Well, that's a big. That's a big. That's a loaded question. <laughs> so, we'll be here for a while. Leading the witness. Yes. <laughs> Who said anything? What's wrong with it? Wes just breaks down and cries. Pulls yes. the hat down further. Yeah. Mine's okay. Real quick. Like my hair. That's what's wrong. Legendary relics of untold power are scattered across the world of Menroth. Those who uncover them have the opportunity to discover more about these items and their true origins. In the process, they will continue to shape not only their own destinies, but in time, the fate of their world. This is not that story. This is the story of the other ones. What's up, everyone? I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers The Other Ones, a monthly podcast that explores what happens when destiny calls and is hung up on. In our last episode, the group had gathered together. They had discovered that Chase seems to have an affinity for a certain uh, clearly worthless item in comparison to the powerful staff that he wields. They made a friend named Carl, an orc. And now they are deciding what their role is in this city called Unity as it burns apart. Let's join them. All right. So um, let's see. Last we left off. Does anyone remember? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to the notes. I'm going to go to the notes. Hang on. I'm going to. It's notes time. Last time on World Walkers, the other ones. (laughs) Uh, World Walkers, Z. Um, we're in the museum fighting. Guinevieve, the most beautiful character, had just <laughs> yeah. killed an orc with an axe that was supposedly just a decoy. Since then, they have killed many more orcs. There's only one left, and his name is Carl. Um, and we have told him that he is going to go through doors in front of us and be our flaming door tester. Meanwhile, Chase Wildebeest... Um, has just emerged from the wall holding the massive weapon of death that Carl was like, hey, we orcs, we're not bad guys. We just wanted our massive weapon of death, um, which apparently you store behind drywall in exhibits that have not yet opened. Um, And then Pipsqueak at the same time is like, she's currently really enraged, but I think she's got like maybe five more seconds of that. So... So yeah, when we last left off, our our little our little future friend, future hero friend, had just emerged from the wall with the orcs special uh, I'm item. Sorry, Olivia, did you say Chase Wildebeest? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I, it was Chase Wildebeest. So it's like a wildebeest that is uh, it is also demure and a good, <laughs> a good, <Chase>. decent <laughs> Chase Wildebeest. <laughs> He is. <laughs> um, also, Carl is new Tompkins. It's not Chase. It's Carl. Just, just so everyone's on the same page here about who's going to so be. So we all know what's going down. <laughs> Leaf Chase to die. Take Carl. <laughs> <laughs> not actually, but maybe a little bit actually. All right. So yeah, um, 
you are um, in that, mostly still in that exhibit room with all of the uh, totally legit weapons that you're not sure are actually completely legit. And yeah, you've got your new friend, Carl, with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chase is emerging from the wall. He's he's using this this massive halberd that's got like it's bladed at both ends, and he's brushing himself off. And there's like this like darkness, right? That's like emanating from it. Mm-hmm. And he's not paying any mind to that. He's just like, all right, <laughs> just coughing and getting some of that wall dust out, right? Mm-hmm. And Carl. It's just staring at it. And now Chase looks a little worried, like, hmm, what? Carl's still just staring, like. <laughs> what are you looking at, Carl? And he looks at you weird, he's like, rubs his eyes, just like, points at Chase, who's just wielding this giant weapon with the darkness pouring off of it. Are you, are you, none of you have seen this? Oh, that doesn't look healthy. Chase! Wait, what? do I know? I know Chase's name, right? I do. Now you do. I, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We we met before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Chase, are you feeling all right? Um, I'm actually feeling pretty good. He kind of like cracks his back a little bit, and he's like, and he looks fine. Like he's kind of like he was really beat up. He should be anyway. But he's looking around. He's like, um, yeah. Is Chase a future villain? God, is he like the chosen one of people? Oh my God. He moves around and kind of rolls his neck. He's like, all right. Uh, do you, do you see what's happening to your weapon? He, right he drops the weapon and goes for the staff. He's like looking around like, where did it go? Okay. Oh. Yeah. All right. So you might not be the... the <laughs> um. Ah, and he finds it and picks it up and holds himself up. What was that? Was that what? you? Or was that the weapon, the thing you were holding? This is indeed the weapon. This is, and he like steadies the golden staff, and he's like, oh. <laughs> I have to work to awaken it. Obviously, like the rest of God damn it. <laughs> uh, we're in a building that's currently on fire. Carl, is that the stick you wanted? <laughs> Carl just looks. And he's just like baffled. He's, oh yeah, that'll do. All right. Well, I don't know why you want it. Uh, you just tried to kill me and my friends, so you're not getting it yet, but we're getting out of here right now. Golden Belt, grab the, the evil stick of, of evil, and let's get out of here. Carl, you lead. Right, right. Um, he looks, makes one last look at that weapon of darkness. (laughs) You sure I, I can't carry it? No. Harsh, but fair. <laughs> begins walking through. So who's grabbing uh, the double-bladed halberd? Uh, I would take one look at it and be like, "That doesn't look." That's the one that had the evil pouring out of it, correct? Wow. I mean, if you want to jump to conclusions. <laughs> oh well, I apologize. It just looked hella evil. But if uh, is there some kind of like curtain I can tear down from somewhere? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I go. I go to the nearest window, or and I tear up. Well, there's no off. windows. They would just have like different curtains that might be uh, ready to uh, hide some of the uh, exhibits that weren't ready. Okay, I take one of those and I wrap. I pick it. Pick up the halberd, so I'm not making physical contact with it. I'm like, okay, let's go. And you you try to pick it up. Give me a strength check. 
Oh. I rolled a five. Or a five in total. And it looks like you have nothing. You can't pick it up. What is this made out of? What do you mean? It's heavy as hell. And then I try to pick uh, it up with I take the Norc strength. Wow. I mean, you I work out. just watch Chase just walk out with it. Yeah. He is the son of evil. Mm. Is he a half orc? He's a hork. Hork? Yeah. Half orc. He's a puffy shirt wearing a buffoon and he needs to pick it up so we can go. Chase, grab the evil stick. We need to get out of this burning building. Which one's the evil stick? What are you talking about? The halberd. Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, looks confused because Steve couldn't pick it up, but he's supposed to, I guess, and walks over there and picks it up, and he's like, hmm. Just looks at Steve and looks at his arms, and he's like, I mean... Wow. He's mutters to himself. He's like, it's not for me to challenge. I don't know. Wow. And, um, yeah, he walks out with both, uses them both as walking sticks. So he's, like, skiing? No, he's one, then the other, then the other, then the other. (laughs) And Carl looks highly upset. (laughs) But, yeah, so with Carl in the lead, you, uh, you march your way through, and... It doesn't take much effort at all to get through this building. Like, Carl's looking out. He's trying to make sure. And you can see the entrance ahead of you. Uh, how's Pipsqueak doing right now? Um, she seems to have kind of, like, calmed down. Um, and then, like, as they're it's like as they're walking through the building, like, exiting, she kind of, like, shakes herself and she's like, weird. Anyways, uh, we need to exit this building. Um cool. And it seems like we're all moving. Yep. Chase points at the door. He's like, oh, there we are. Here's, and he turns to you, like, the building's on fire. Smoke is starting to build and coalesce, and he says, here's the problem. Um, It's gonna really hurt me to be seen with you. Is there a way that I could pretend that maybe I captured you or that, you know, I have a rep. Who's going to see us? How many of the you are there? Oh, they're stationed all over. I mean, we are. <laughs> and then Chase takes a step forward and he's like, well, I think if there's one thing we need, it's to show that we have dominated you. That'll put the fear in the rest of them and then they'll just leave. This city can't afford another battle. He like looks very heroic in his own mind when he says it. Yep. Her sweet agrees. She's like, they're clearly evil. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. And I think we should let this weapon burn. That's for sure. It, it does nothing for me. And, like, it's got, like, more darkness kind of pouring off of it. And it's left, like, little patches of deeper shadow wherever he put it in the ground. Mm-hmm. And he throws it to the ground and <laughs> crashes. Here, here. Burn the evil stick. We're still in the building that's on fire. We need to get out of here. Yeah, Chase is very concentrated. Like he's, he's concentrating hard on positioning his pose, the projection of his voice, and the fire grows. Uh, you might want to hurry it up a little bit, Chase. Indeed. I think it would be most fortuitous for all of us to choose a marching order and decide which of us should 
lead ourselves out of this building. I, being a powerful wizard now, I should probably be in the back, but I, I understand if you want me to be in the front because of okay. the projection okay, I'll be... that I, and everyone roll a dexterity I'll... save. Everyone rolls a dex save. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, 19. Seven. 15. Right before this happens, Chase looks up and he's like, the roof! The roof is on fire! Oh, god damn it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone takes heed fast enough, except for Pipsqueak oh, no. and Carl. As the roof kind of shakes and breaks, and then flaming wreckage falls down. Eight damage to Pipsqueak and Carl. Is it is it fire damage? It is fire damage. I choose to ignore being burned alive. How do you do that? <laughs> so you watch as the uh, the fire, like the wreckage, um, crashes down, and it pins Carl. Like wreckage crashes down, he falls beneath it. He's struggling to move it, and it's just burning like trying to touch the wreckage burns and you can hear him like howl in pain but as the wreckage falls it crashes and breaks over pipsqueak and uh she's she fine looks, yeah she looks around and she's like oh man oh oh she like pats and stuff what? off she's like, whoa that was a close call <laughs> <laughs> and chase is we can't spend any more time here we have to go and he takes uh, off. Is, oh, I guess he's fine then. Cause he, Wait, Carl! No, yeah, Carl's pinned. Oh, Carl's pinned. Pips, pips um, Chase runs. Uh, we're going to have to help Carl out of this. Um, can I, can we, I would like to try to lift him down. Screaming, yeah. Uh, so give me a strength check, but you're going to have to take damage if you do. No, okay. I got it. Oh, you got it. I'll try uh, so, it. So yeah. Pip muscles, uh, uh, Steve, out of the way. Well, we'll find out. Give me a strength check. Me? I rolled 11. Oh, you already rolled 11? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you bend down. You take two damage from the flames that start to burn through whatever protection you might have used to try to keep, uh-huh. you know, keep your skin safe. Uh-huh. And uh, you try to move it, and you can't, and he's still screaming. Just, arr, arr. Don't worry, sir. I'm here. And Pipsqueak's going to attempt to get in there. Oh, I rolled a nat 20, 24. I got a nat 20. Ooh, so you watch Critical it. bends down and then just wow. throws all the wreckage Extremely off of him. Awesome. You can see that like the damage is done. He's got these uh, horrible burn marks across his chest and on his arms. And he... <sighs> Oh, and he looks up confused. Thank you. And he starts to pick himself up like he's, he's in a bad way. But So uh, I take a look at Carl and I'm like, okay, Carl, just hold on. Um, I'm not exactly sure how I did this before, but here, here we go. Uh, you put wait, your no, hands on him? I put my hands on him and oh. I cast. Right on the burn marks. <laughs> <laughs> like right on the burn marks. Yeah. Like, hmm, hold on, hold on. Okay, I got to think about it. Then I think about it and I cast Cure Wounds. Mm-hmm. I say uh, instinctively say a prayer and say a little prayer um, for him. So I heal him for five, and I try to burn, take the burns away, take, take the hurt away. Carl, 
Yeah, so you watch as the... It's almost like watching time undo itself uh, because the wounds start to kind of stitch together. And he looks better. Uh, t- uh, oh my god, I almost said tin. Oof, <laughs> Pip. Pip has a star in her eye as she sees this wondrous magic being cast. And she's like, golly gee, you're cool. <laughs> Actually, we're all literally hot because we're in a burning building right now. Carl's glad you're doing well. Let's get out of here. He watches more. The roof starts to break and crack along the top. Go, go, go. Get out of here. Carl starts to like hobble along and run. All right. So each of you makes your way out of the um, out of the building. As you do, you can hear far back where the... Um, like where the exhibit was, you can hear that kind of just collapse and crash upon itself, just implode almost. But you get out, there's people running all over the streets, uh, shouting, scattering, trying to find out where to go, what to do. And uh, Chase, you can see, he just looks disappointed. He's kind of, he's leaning on his uh, two weapons and he looks back and he's like, there's no one here for me to declare to. Oh, Chase took the evil stick out? He didn't but he's leaning on it. And he says, no one here to recognize our feats of of valor. How are we going to get our name out? Darling, if you need to get your name out, I'm the best in the business. What? Right now, though, we need to go somewhere. He goes, well, go on. How do you... How how do you have that? You left My staff, which probably because it's dead, and he looks and goes... And he drops it and just uh, crashes down the steps. Can can Pip try and like run over to see if she can pick up the the halberd and? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and give me a strength check. It's like throwing your back out. Fourteen. No. Okay. She yeah. Her her noble intention was just to fling it into the flames, but yeah. <laughs> you just see her kind of like go. <laughs> yeah. I think just um like Gwynevere's current mental state. It's like she's relieved that they're out of the building. She like hurried chase talking. She like was sort of beginning to like revert back to like classic G. Um, but seeing the the mystical stick like that was left in the fire, like in his hands has unnerved her. So she's yeah. she's still staring at it in shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like Carl runs down. And there's somebody like looking around trying to figure out what to do. And he grabs them by the cloak and he, ugh, he just like forcefully kicks them away and takes the cloak and wraps it around them. And he's like, okay, we're safe to travel now. That person just ugh, crashes into the, <laughs> <laughs> they don't get up. And he's like, don't worry, let's play this smart. <laughs> and, Chase looks around and he's like, so so now what? What do we do? What do we do? Hold on. Let me calm everyone's emotions. Hold on. And he concentrates. He thinks. He holds the staff. And then he kind of swirls his hand above the orb. And he says, everybody come with me. Everybody bring themselves to a place of calm emotionally. Are you with me? Does it work? No. Oh, he's asking you. He's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess I don't feel nothing. I don't feel anything. Will you give me your energy? Like figuratively or literally? Like However you have no. to. No. What? Uh, step away. You're messing this up for me. 
Wait, I'm very curious. Okay, how about how he's, about, he's yeah. telling that to, uh, to Guinevere? He's like, no. Well, then step out of the like step out of my area. You're really fucking this up. <laughs> um, uh, uh, why not? So uh, I, I would... can feel it. I can honestly, I can feel it, Steve. Steve. <laughs> sure. Pip, are you with me? Pip is like, wait, wait, wait. I've heard about this in my small town. It's, uh, what's the my name? arm is getting really tired. I need, I need Charlatan. you. Charlatan. <laughs> what? And Pip, like, she just like, she's just, she goes to stand next to Gwen. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it's good. I like this sphere of influence. All right, cool. And then he slams his palm into the top. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and he just holds his palm and he's like, the staff hasn't accepted me yet. What do you need for it to get to accept you? Well, what did you all do? Because obviously, I mean, you're supposed wait. to be on this journey with me. What did we all do with what? I mean, we need to go somewhere. We have weapons of power and a shield. Where I can have a drink and we discuss this. Uh. Right now we're outside of a burning building. It's very loud. Uh, Marcus might see me like this. We need to go somewhere where we can talk about this in peace. Yeah. Sounds great. Carl, you're coming with us. Oh, thank, thank you. Uh, pulls his cloak up a little more. <laughs> Puts his arms into his cloak because it's like a, it's not covering his, uh, his seps very well. <laughs> Biceps. <laughs> That's what I assumed that, what, that meant. Uh, if, um she's not she's not like an alcoholic though I think she knows where every tavern and bar is in yeah, Unity. You got long shot now too far from here if you remember. Yes. Um, she would like take her axe and like wrap it on the ground twice and be like, "We're going." Indeed, Chase steps in front of you and starts to walk. Pip's Pip's following, but she kind of like looks down at the sword that she's holding and she's like, oh, "It's weird that I have this. Uh, I should hold on to it because it's a relic." Uh, I'll return it later. Chase looks at you as you're walking. He's like, young one, you shouldn't return it. Destiny has called. Oh, it's just a rusty old sword. I was like you once, and he pets you on the head. (laughs) It frowns and like, like ducks out. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) I'll explain Destiny when we get into the bar. And so it's not too long before you make your way to the... um, Obviously, fairly empty, long shot. All right, Wes, I need you to roll initiative. I've strongly mapped, and I have a seven. I am late to whatever is happening, just like I'm late to the game today. <laughs> no, so you find your, you're still in the basement. Okay. Um, <laughs> a sickle or whatever you could find on the shelf near you, right? Yes. And you can hear heavy breathing, like... And then you hear stuff get pushed to the ground, like it just crashes and spills out. And then you can hear, I hear you. Where are you? I would choose not to respond. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Suddenly, you hear like a, a shelf, like a shelving unit get pushed out of its way, 
as this massive creature, gray-skinned and teeth-like tusks, rushes forward. They've got a great axe that they're dragging along the side, and you can see it sparking off the ground as it leaps over the shelf, and it's suddenly within reach of you, and it, it picks up the axe, and then you're just able to like duck out of it clumsily, and it's your turn. Um, okay, I have a sickle in my hand. Yeah. I have a gray tusky monster in front of me. Mm-hmm. Is like you just my suddenly baby. have all of these thoughts, all of these, uh, like just this kind of cloud of confusion that's slowly pushing its way into uh, understanding as you can feel your sickle kind of reaching into you and kind of empowering you, which mechanically means you have access to the things on your sheet now. Okay. So whether that means you instinctively or impulsively do things or whether you completely understand the sickle, that's up to you. You can play however you want to. This is probably where Big would be wide-eyed and terrified and even, like, acknowledging the situation at hand. And he would just want to scamper away and almost instinctually, like, holding on to the sickle and rubbing it, you know, like, oh, man, I wish I could just, like, change into a mouse and run out of here. <laughs> and then he would probably wild shape into a mouse and run out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so, yeah, suddenly you just find yourself staring at the toes of a ravaged creature. <laughs> Big immediately regrets his decision and his thought, oh, I should have gone bigger, not smaller. Oh, too late now. Gotta go. He... Is confused and he looks down and as you try to run he and just brings the axe down. How many hit points do you have? As a rat? Well that's yep. a great question. Uh 1d4 minus one. Oh, so one. So you start running away and he like just instinctively turns around, crashes the axe into you, <laughs> and you move your full feet, but as you do, you just like <laughs> any little amount of mouse blood flies out as you ah, and you're kind of arms waving <laughs> as you rush forward as big once again because now you're big to be far this is to be fair this is his best battle he's ever fought in like, <laughs> yeah in the entirety of his life so he's doing great yeah yeah so yeah with, uh, if you don't remember if you don't know with druids uh, you don't like when you shapeshift you get those hit points instead Yes. And then when you lose those hit points, you shapeshift back. Like, you unshapeshift, but you haven't lost any hit points on your actual form. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, so... Ah! And you keep running forward. He rushes you one more time. The big is doing really good, this combat, guys. Rip. Rip my character. <laughs> <laughs> guys, just carry on the mobile app for big. God really. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Once again, ah, it brings the axe down for 14 damage. Dang. 14. Uh, okay, cool. Good. I got a solid nine hit points. I can totally take that again. Um, oh man. <laughs> what will you wear to Big's funeral? Is really the question. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
you know, like going small didn't work, but Big has to remember his name and what it is named after, which is Large Pharmacy. Um, <laughs> and he has to remember, you know, like they say go big or go home, and he turns into a moose. It's probably also Big would turn into the biggest moose he saw, which was a very young, small moose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or like he hasn't like quite figured out his power yet, so he's not as big as a regular moose would be, like a slightly condensed moose. Um, I love this so much. And so yeah, and, <laughs> oh, and so out of his like bald, his ears become these like these big the antlers stick out, and his his whole face becomes long. I will just use my hoofs to attack. Yeah. Oh yeah. He like leans back, and all of a sudden like he leans back as an elf. And all of a sudden, a moose head is cool. coming forward towards. Oh, Thirteen. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Okay. So yeah, and he hits him, and he does. Uh, ooh, I did a mighty one. I'm still really figuring out how to be a moose. Uh, so four <laughs> all together. All right. All right. Yeah. So you. Uh, maybe you kind of pull back, and then suddenly, cool, you crash into him with your antlers. And he looks absolutely baffled. <laughs> I'd also like to take a moment to rewind and, and replay history. And originally, I don't think I would have turned into a rat, but a squirrel. So I want to make sure that I just always keep it moose and squirrel. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Are my two. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, he's absolutely confused, but he kind of pulls back and he just just a massive swing at you trying to like do like a horizontal slash across your chest yes. or take your head if you can and after you crashed like you rammed into him you pulled back and you actually block with your antlers and throw him off yes and now it's your turn so i will then i will try to ram him again oh gosh i am not very good at being a moose i got a seven <laughs> yeah, so his armor just takes it like you you ram into him, but he just looks down at you. And he's like, <laughs> and he feels much more confident about this fight, as he should. He really should not doubt himself. You got this, buddy. I believe in you. <laughs> Thirteen damage as he brings oh. the axe into your chest, rips through, and I. Uh, That's a well. No more big moose. Yeah, and then you just... It's like he kills the moose, and then all that's left is Beeg. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you know, so... Oh, wait, I have bark skin. Maybe I am ready to be a druid. <gasps> Spider climb. I can run away very easily. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so there's one other thing that... Um, that like a uh, big family gave to him before he left um, on his journey oh, to the big city. Oh, you didn't pick any spells, Wes. Yeah, I know. I haven't yet. I wasn't oh, like shit. fully like prepared for this aspect of it. <laughs> but it's okay. I've got this. <laughs> Do not worry. A lot, maybe a little. Um, there's one thing that. Uh, Big's parents gave to him before he left and it was a one small container um, before he came to the big city because they know it's dangerous uh, you know like you give everyone a can of mace because that's just for safety um, and so 
Uh, a can of mace, like a can of like that's like the spray, like the pepper spray. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. meant like a can with like a mace, like a. Oh no, 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 yes. Sorry, that would be like what you would think of when you play D anD D. But I'm talking about like when you move to the big city from the small town, you get like <laughs> uh-huh. pepper spray. Like, we've got to watch yourself. It's dangerous out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he's gonna pull out his his magic bag of, of uh, poison spray, which is a bonus cantrip. You see your bag of poison spray? A bag of poison. So I'm going to disengage, take a move to disengage, and I will use poison spray, which is a bonus cantrip. Yep. All right. So, yeah, um, you step back, and then you extend your hand, and this, <laughs> But it just, it goes, and it, yeah, it's fine. It's it's not, it didn't succumb to the poison spray. What? Um, then I'm going to run. <laughs> All right, so you run and you make it to the door, break out of the door, and you're just outside of it. Ah! (laughs) Which I believe is the battle cry of a hero. Yeah, so um, you are terrified as you see how fast this creature seems to be as just it's through pure aggression it rushes it jumps over some of the wreckage it gets out of the door and then it breaks out and it closes ranks with you um would we the group here you were inside during this point doing your own battle okay oh you jerks (laughs) (laughs) wow you know what just as long as my mobile app gets built just carry on that dream (laughs) everything else it will be for not Ten damage is like drives its axe into you, and you just crash in. So, back to the rest of the group. So, it is time for you to go to the long shot, right? And Chase is leading, I believe. Uh, yeah. If you let him, otherwise, just one of you can lead. go right ahead, little man. I'm going to hold my axe near Carl. Not, not so much that it's in his face, just so that. If he tries something, I'm there. He's aware. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, you walk down the stairs. You start making your way towards a uh, long shot. And as you come around the side of the building, you're disturbed to see there is an orc digging through the pockets of one of your business associates. Carl, a friend of yours? Oh, looks and he goes, oh, right on. And he just nods. He goes, uh, yeah, looks like he bagged himself one of these adventures wandering around here. Wrong and then you answer. squint. Yeah, you, if you haven't noticed yet, it's big. <laughs> That's our business partner, Carl. Oh, hey. Pull him off. Oh, man. He kind of thinks for a second. He's like, and he looks at you, and he just, his eyes kind of really focus on yours, and he goes, what am I here? Am I trap checker? Or more? Not a conversation I can have without a drink in me. Uh, tell you what, I'm going to scare him away with my axe now. Um, and so, Gwynevieve would like... Just really just <laughs> covers up. Uh, Gwynevieve like uses her axe kind of like it's a long pen. Like she like kind of holds it a little like not like a, like a classic axe wielder would. She like she like pokes at the orc who is going through Beeg's stuff and being like, hands off my business partner. Alright, give me a charisma intimidation check. Cool. A twenty. 
So he looks up and he sees everyone, and then he sees the uh, what he would assume initially as the strength of Guinevere able to wield that axe with such proficiency, and he backs off and looks around and takes off running. And Chase steps up and he's like, okay, now's our chance after him, right? And like he, he points the halberd at him and is ready to just give Chase unless you say no. Did I stutter when I said I needed a drink? If we were going to have the what are we question with Carl. Uh, I'm sorry. And he plants the halberd in the ground. He goes, absolutely. Um, as much as possible, we don't want to fight these orcs. We, will, we want to... Um, uh, you know, just try to figure out how to get them to leave. So if we can, right on, man, right on. He just, yeah. Carl just taps you on the shoulder and <laughs> kind of rubs your no. shoulder. Like uh, we want to, we want to go for a diplomatic solution here. Rubs your, is there like, was it like a sensual shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> should I be ready? It's Carl's not my book. It's not for me to read. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go ahead and roll your first death save, um, Big. All right. No whammies. No whammies. Yeah, don't roll a one. Yes. <clears throat> Guys, I just want you to know during the whole conversation you were talking, this is what was happening. <laughs> oh, good. I rolled a two. <laughs> You all watch his big, just like, uh, I don't think he's fading. Oh, um, mobile. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that poor, uh, that poor defenseless person over there. Oh, big. Uh, can I rush over to big side? I rush over to big side. I'm like, big, hang in there, for, hang in there, bud. I got you. Um, so I place my hands over his body again, and I once again cast Cure Wounds. Four. Oh, wait, wrong dice. <laughs> 74 health. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I heal big for seven hit points. Yeah. Yep, so you just, it's <gasps> a big, like, just, just draw in breath, and you find yourself... Wherever you were, you're not there anymore. <laughs> you're back. You're you're uh, looking at the sky. Steve, Steve, Big. I believe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe. Are you actually? Are you okay? Excuse. Me. <laughs> oh my god. Steve is so choked up. Yeah. Oh, I thought Enzo he was like, commits and he just I, dies. In front I of thought us. he was like actually role playing that. And I was like, wow, that is some really. No. Yeah. Yeah. He watches like the this large urn is standing over you, which is what Dragonborn are called in Menroth. What are they called? A zern, like A Z uh, uh, apostrophe H U R N. A zern. A zern. Big. Steve. Steve. Big. I've never been so happy to see you. This is the second time I've seen you, so that's probably... It, I mean, like, later it'll be a better compliment, but right now it's still kind of lacking. <gasps> Chase oh. walks up and he's like, easy, friends. We'll have much to discuss once we get drinks in us. The finest thing this little man has ever said. 
And then, yeah, you big, you look as he he's holding two weapons. One is a um, nice replica of a golden staff. Um, won't stand up to much use, but um, you know it is what it is. But the next image is this double-bladed halberd of darkness. Like shadows are just pouring off of it. And, building on the ground like the longer he stands still with it the more shadows start to stretch and reach out and kind of mix in and become part of the other shadows on the ground chase you look so much cooler now i've got to give you that thank you it's because i found the staff and he looks over and he has the other weapon he goes oh and he drops it sorry it's because i have this staff once i unlock its wonders we will <laughs> truly be a force be reckoned with Chase, you know, I hope you go far. Uh, yeah, like the point two miles we have to travel to get to the long shot. And you also notice somebody else that wasn't here before. Uh, if you want to describe your character again, Pip Squeak. Pip is a, a gnome, and she kind of has little starry-eyed, naive quality to her, taking in all the scenes. Uh, she seems particularly smitten with Guinevere and Steve Steve. Um, a little bit of hero worship going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's just kind of got like dusty traveling clothes. She seems to have just arrived to the city. Oh, and she's holding um, she's holding on to a rusty sword, but not really paying much attention to it. Oh, you've you've made a new friend. And that's something too, is that like she holds it like it's a sort of like little to no consequence. But when you look at it, it looks impeccable. It has the quality of a blade that's never seen battle, but it carries with it this kind of, it exudes this importance behind it, like it's uh, felled nations. But she holds it like, eh, fuck this thing. <laughs> uh, wow. You guys, uh, you guys are looking cool. Thanks, Steve. I really, you know, I really appreciate that. That was, you know. Yeah, I have no idea how it happened, but I just like know how to do it now for some reason not sure where it came from i think it's, a sh- it's these artifacts wait steve co- hold on i'm having a brilliant thought here follow, follow me here chase take, takes a step forward i guess chase you're, pro- you're you're probably part of this you might want to pick up that other thing you dropped it's just just for fun you um, can leave it he looks down at it, he's like no it's a hot mess like we were talking about a mobile apothecary right uh-huh but Steve, people, people screaming in the background and running all over. Yes. <laughs> Steve, Steve right this to you. Yeah, because the chaos, the, the city is like just wrapped in chaos. So it doesn't matter because what, what, what Big saw when he was on the ground dying, he saw this figure, this darkened figure come and flames around him, surrounded like a golden light, and he realized Steve. You're the mobile apothecary that we've always needed. Guys, we can make this work. You know, I think we can. I think there's a lot of good ideas coming out here right now. And I think what we need to do is sit down in a circle, ideate, and give everybody a chance to speak their truths. I'm particularly interested in the truths of Chase, who's said some very interesting things about destiny and apparently has a magical death stick. And of course, I'm also interested in what Carl has to contribute. Carl, who says orcs are hidden around the entire city. Why don't we go ideate? 
All right. I like your enthusiasm. I have no idea what the word ideate mean. <laughs> Chase keeps trying to get in. He's like, mm. and then once he thinks like there's enough room to talk, he goes, indeed. And it's like he's worked on this really hard. He's like, our throats are like parched desert. Yeah, I could really use a drink. Let's go. <laughs> As we walk through like a burning city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You all walk to hear screams and people running. But Didn't finally, we go save the. Uh, it's up to you. Pip's kind of like looking around at every scream and person running by. And she's like looking like, oh, oh, I want to help. But uh, she knows that she's pretty much useless. Uh, the heroes are the ones that have all the power. So she's decided she's going to stick with these guys, this group. I mean, I guess we could make a quick pit stop before we go save people. Yeah, we really need to make a, we need to figure out what we're going to charge. I think it's first. <laughs> <laughs> he seems a little troubled, but he keeps going. <laughs> All right. So once again, you step into the long shot, this massive, overly elongated uh, tavern. Anyone he, in there? Well, yeah, well, there's just the barkeep, just dead, hanging over the bar. Oh, God. <laughs> And, uh, oh, wait, okay. Carl looks around. He's like, "Drinks on me." Did I? <laughs> no. Wait, so I must have missed the original. Like when you guys are originally in the long shot, is it just this really long bar? So then, whenever it's just, like really awkwardly long bar. So then whenever somebody <laughs> slides down a shot down the bar, it just keeps going. Right, right. That's exactly. That's the idea. Is it like he's like, okay. "Hey, hit me up," and he's like. <laughs> There's like a 32 minute conversation. I'm going to order a drink and then go to the bathroom and it should be here by the time I get back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's essentially, yeah, Pipsqueak, as you assess the bar, um, I think you, yeah, I don't know if you've traveled more than the others, but like it basically, it's just the weirdest gimmick bar you've ever seen. I mean, it's a gimmick, but there's a dead person in there right now. So Guinevieve would be, like, pretty shocked by this, given that she was kind of flirting with this bartender, like, a mere couple hours ago. So she, like, it wouldn't really show on her face, but she'd definitely be jolted by this. She'd, like, turn behind her if anyone's there and be like, barricade the door. We need to figure out what's going on right now. Chase immediately turns around. There's a flourish as he lets uh, the uh, kind of the close flap in the wind he's hoping. And then he holds his staff and he goes, hold. And then he tries to twirl it. And he gets it like two, like two spins and then drops it and picks it up. And he goes, that should do for a while. Uh, uh, Guinevieve would grab a chair and like push it under like the doorknob or whatever. If there's a doorknob. It's uh, wise to reinforce. That's true. Who knows how how long my magic will last at this point? Uh, <laughs> then she'd go and grab a drink and like sit down at the biggest table. Like she would just like like grab like a literal bottle of tequila yeah. um, from behind it and then like <laughs> sit down and be like, when everyone's ready, I think we need to have a heart to heart drinks tequila. Yeah, Chase gets a shot glass. Just assuming that tequila's for everyone. He's wrong. <laughs> Pip's gonna jump behind the bar real quick and is like uh, putting together water glasses because she knows that the heroes are probably gonna be thirsty at some point. <laughs> I drink it. So cute. Um, Aww. Uh, I would. Uh, Steve would try to go over to the barkeep, dead bartender, 
and oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, Steve is not aware that uh, about spell slots yet, so he um, hand, holds his hand over the dead bartender and attempts to heal. Attempts to cast, do the same thing he did before, mm-hmm. um, and then he holds it for a second, and then nothing happens the energy kind of pours out of your hands and it just splashes against the bar and the ground wasted mm. like what what's happened last time it doesn't oh. seem like it can find a target <sighs> that's weird i'm sorry bartender and i i reach over to his eyes and i do the thing are, are his eyes open or closed uh, I don't know. He's draped over the bar she'd have to pick him up and look at his eyes so i i pick i pick him up and i turn his head yeah, and it just yeah, you pull it and just like, oh. <laughs> uh, and I say rest in peace. And I do the I close his eyes and then I gently lay him back on the ground. Sorry, bud. Rip in peace. Rip, rip in peace. Just get it wrong. Rip, rip. Pip has settled the water at the table for everyone to partake in. Mm-hmm. And you notice Carl is sitting there with no drinks. He's just patiently like arms folded, head down. Like if it was a side shot, you just see very slowly like a, a water glass just keeps gently getting pushed further and further. <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks up and looks confused and he says, I don't understand. Uh, fire, fire's hot. So uh, just, uh, here is, we, we all need uh, water. We need to hydrate. Trapper, is, trapper form don't is understand. I'm a, I'm a prisoner. I don't have any rights yet. Uh, Pipsqueak just looks at the Guinevere. <laughs> she has no idea what to do. Honey, there's no authority I see out on the streets right now. Yes, you're a prisoner of the people in this room. If you're useful to us, maybe you could be more than that. Consider this an opportunity. For you to prove why you should be a prisoner plus plus. Oh, and I know my place. He doesn't take the water. He just looks back down. You can drink the water, but tell us what's going on. Oh, oh sweet. And then he's <laughs> <laughs> like drinks and then like puts his like, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he says, well, I think I mentioned we are looking for our our heritage here. Yes. Um, and we want to avoid as much <clears throat> conflict as possible. So if there's any way that we can assist you, or uh, is there any way that you can uh, plead to your leader to stop the fighting, we will gladly help. Yeah, he kind of nods and he says, oh yes, if you, if we can take he points over and like Chase is holding the staff, but um, he has the uh, the double bladed halberd like leaning against him essentially, and it's like we just we came here for this, yes. And Chase is like what? Ah! And he pushes it away. <laughs> <laughs> like this is like the sixth or seventh time he's he's thrown it to the side. And it keeps reappearing. And he says, well, that is the soul reaper. And it is the ancestral weapon of Kromung. We've come to reclaim it as it has been stolen from us. 
Okay, well, obviously we would love to return it to you. Perfect. Um, why is it doing that to Chase? Oh, I don't know. It must be that he's trying to take it from us and he's making his, basically dividing his time until he can steal the weapon from us. And Chase is like, whoa, I am a wizard. There's, what would I do with that? The weapon is worthless to me. And he, he puts the staff forward and he goes, the only power I'm interested in is the power wrapped in this weapon here, which comes from the Dark Island. And again, B, you looked at it and like, it just does not look at all like that. <laughs> like everyone else, maybe they would come to the same conclusion too if they hadn't like, if they weren't like kind of coming off of this combat high. <laughs> but you you know, coming up like, you know, almost dying and then suddenly being resuscitated by that magic. Maybe that's why your head's a little more clear. And maybe if anybody, you get the feeling like if anybody else studied it, they've got to come to the same conclusion. Like you're not sure why they're not seeing it, but they, they get this. Yeah. He's just kind of letting it like, I mean, you know, you know that that doesn't do anything right. And, you know, Chase Lucy goes, I was once like you, afraid to embrace my destiny. Maybe that's why we found you on your back instead of <laughs> accepting what everything is. What we need to do for you is we probably need to find your your weapon. What? But, I mean, I found the sickle. And do you put it on the table? Yeah, I just hold it up. Like, yeah. I found this thing. And I so actually yeah. <laughs> drop it. <laughs> Yeah, you put it on the table, and as you do, everyone can see it's this beautiful sickle with runes all over it, and then it's wrapped in, like, beautiful vines and um, plant life that just kind of seem to breathe in um, the air. And Chase looks upset. It's pretty cool. (laughs) <laughs> I just want to chime in really quick. Steve, Steve, love him. He's the face of our operation with mobile app. I'm his PR person, though. So for important matters, you should be talking to me, Carl. What do you want with the Soul Reaper? It is. He kind of shrugs and he says, It's our heritage. It's one of the ancestral weapons of our people. And a while ago, it was ripped from our hands, taken, and brought here to be put on display. We don't think that's right. This is an awful lot of violence to get a museum display back. Care to elaborate? And he looks over at the weapon and he says, Clearly you can see the power that emanates from within. You've all found... The weapons of your people, it looks like. And he points to everyone but Chase. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that this shield had such a history with my kind, but if it does, I guess... Well, he looks mean- over and he says, it has to have responded to you. Why else? Pip was using the sword to try and pick something out of her teeth. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she's having a hard time, though, because it's a great sword and she's tiny. So. Well, and that's just it. She's <laughs> tiny. That that grape sword couldn't have been made for gnomes. Yeah. That, that shield, it doesn't look like it was made for the Azurn. Azurn? Azurn? Azurn, um, And it sure as heck doesn't seem like Chase is an orc, but that death stick loves him. 
Carl, you're saying that the weapon must be in Steve's heritage for it to respond to him. Yet this pipsqueak here has a gigantic sword. No gnome would have made that. The, the Azurne, there's no reason to expect that shield to have come from Dragonborn. And Chase, sure as heck doesn't look like an orc. And yet that death stick is bonded to him. What's going on? The only theory I have is that the weapons are far more powerful in the hands of someone who it belongs to. Well, this belongs in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) It belongs in a museum. Yeah, this was just in the basement. (laughs) When you take a look at it, Pipsqueak, Mm -hmm. it no longer looks like a rusted over antique. It shines with a beauty of exquisite craftsmanship Hmm. and a little bit of food at the tip. (laughs) (laughs) Just like one tiny piece of lettuce. Yeah. She's not really sure how it got to this this uh, condition, so uh, she she's just like maybe like the heat melted off the rust. She's just like she's kind of just thinking to herself, yeah. And uh, Chase leans forward and he goes, "Counterpoint, our destinies have been fulfilled." Chase, you seem very eager to share your perspective on this. Could you walk us through your vision for? Our destinies, vis-a-vis the hints you have been dropping. It has been foretold for a long time that I would fulfill my destiny of becoming a world-renowned arcane user, practitioner, if you will. And I knew, I could feel it in my bones, that I was supposed to be here, obviously, on the day that they were going to reveal the various artifacts of the world, I was supposed to be here and accept my destiny. And then, coincidentally, orcs attack, giving us the perfect opportunity to showcase our skills, our prowess. We came together. I mean, several of you just happen to have skills that complement each other. I mean... It makes sense. And now, with this, the staff of the Archmage, I'm ready. I'm able to fulfill my destiny. And all of you can, too. You were just common people before you came up here. Hey. Now, I know, right? No. now, (laughs) look at you. Look at the power you possess. No one else could hold that power. Look, watch. And he takes his staff and he hands it to Guinevere. Yes. Attempt to cast any sort of spell from this. Guinevere <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like lifts it up and kind of... It feels hollow. Feels, yeah. Um. And that actually is a difference for you. When you picked up your axe, you assumed that it must be it's so light, so graceful in your hand, right? In your grasp. And mm-hmm. now when you feel this other weapon, which is clearly hollow, it's forcing you to sort of come to terms on mm-hmm. some level, right? With what you may originally have had in your hands, because this feels like a replica. Uh, she she sizes it up and then she just tries to bend it over her knee 
just like just kind of snap it in half. It kind of gives a little. Uh, she like takes it, kind of giving a little. And she's like, "We're still common people, and you're not telling us everything." Why did you say the mayor chickened out when the fires started? What do you mean? When the fires started, you ran to get keys to run into the museum, and you said, "I knew it." And you said the mayor didn't have the guts. He should have opened the doors and called for heroes to fulfill their destinies. Who's been putting these ideas of destiny in your head? My mom. (laughs) My mom. Is she anybody I would know? And I know a lot of people. Um, kind of just looks around like, what do you mean you know a lot of people? I have many friends. They call me G. Marcus also calls me G. I was a very high up member of Magic Thunder. You might know me from some of my successful campaigns. Her name is Chelsea. Or mom. Just kind of smiles. Does Guinevieve know this person? No. (laughs) Chelsea Wildebrand. Yeah. Oh, you do know her. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She goes by mom Wildebrand sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Carl finishes his water and just waits. Oh, we have a hero. Um, mm-hmm. whose destiny was prophesized by his mom. Yes. Uh, who has been reunited with his magical staff. We all appear to have something in our possession now, some kind of item. And we have an orc friend. Oh, who's telling us that they desperately want the dark miasma spewing uh, halbert over there that seems inexplicably attracted to our hero. And this is way over all of our pay grades. And she would just start drinking. (laughs) I think what we're missing here is what we really have. What we have is a business opportunity. Look around you. Where's Darian Gatsby? This is this is our chance. Chase, for you to do something great. Steve, Steve, for you to tell more people about. We that can't thing. charge people for our heroics. Well, you know, the first one's free, but then people will want to give you gifts. Oh. Hmm. A- a freemium model, if you will. Yes. Look, look. You sounded like you did not like this guy. Uh, Big has become empowered by almost dying and still being very close to death, um, foolishly. Uh, yes. More of his power has come into his own. And by that, I mean, I chose spells. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this change, this transformation. It's this transformation. We really, we really are the cusp of something. I didn't know how to break into this industry. I don't want to like, I don't want to own the world. I just want to be successful. Chase, wouldn't your mom love it if you could live, I don't know, on a better farm? I don't know where you live. I imagine it's a farm. It's a farm, isn't it? It's going to be a farm, guys. (laughs) You don't need to charge for that. But if you do something heroic, and I got to tell you, maybe just for optics. And I think, I think Guinevieve would agree here. 
uh, maybe just use the cooler shadowy thing. I know the magic wand really does everything, but like the other one. shadowy thing? Yeah, the halibird, right? It's leaning against them. <laughs> that thing, it's, it's there, man. <laughs> crashes again look you guys need to stop messing with me stop putting that near me it's like the eighth time I've thrown it off to the side we're not doing that he just like positions the stat he's like I am a wizard (laughs) (laughs) and yeah and then uh, Big would look at and and you I don't don't know why you're here but you seem like you're up for it right Um, yeah I'm gonna take that as a yes All right, let's go (laughs) yes and Carl says, like, I feel like we could resolve one issue. So can we have this? St- can we have the help? No, I not mean, right now, Carl. The child right. doesn't even want it. Carl, I think you're being a little bit selfish here. But I, just, <laughs> I, I've heard dying babies who didn't sound as bad as that. <laughs> he clearly doesn't want it. Uh, yes, and I don't want you to necessarily have it. So it seems well, like. I don't want any Cromung wants it, not me. Cromung, who is that? Cromung is our hero. Cromung. He's Cromung. here looking for it now. So, I mean, inevitably, he's going to find it. Do you know Cromung? I know. I mean, I mean, he looks all shy. I don't know him. I, I saw him once and we talked for a second. I was like, wow, I'm a big fan. And then he was like, really busy. Um, same, really same. Yeah, I wanted. <laughs> Wanted someone to draw us together, but you don't have time. <laughs> I went for the hug. He didn't want to touch. And that's totally cool. I didn't even respect his face. Like, Cromong sounds like somebody I need to give a business parchment to. Uh, <laughs> but I don't really want him to have the death stick until we know a little bit more about why it's ooze, oozing darkness. And he leans forward. He goes, I just want to be clear. You understand that your people stole it from our people and now you're deciding who gets to have it and you don't see anything wrong with that if the dwarves lost i don't know their keg beer or some shit you would give it to them if it was like some kind of artifact beer like every spilling or something right it's because we're orcs that you won't give it to us i I, I mean you do hear the screaming and the yelling outside. Yeah, you did attack us. If you could have just asked. And he leans back at that when Steve Steve says that and he goes, the idea that you think we simply could have asked for this is hilarious. Right now, I'm asking and it could put an end to all of this violence. Yeah, I mean, we He's got we one should, last glass of water. We should give him the staff. I don't think we should give him the staff. Carl, I appreciate yeah. it. You've been done wrong by, but you also were in a group that tried to kill me very recently. So very I'm medium. Yeah. We've all disinclined. <laughs> I'm not ruling out the potential for giving you the death stick. However, what if I, I set up a meeting? Cromung's amazing. Like, he's he's the best. We we could be amenable to a meeting. Yes, we would, we have could to. Be yes, we would to love meeting. to take a business meeting. All right, guys. Guys. Yeah. yeah. Let me 
Let me set something up. There's still people screaming outside, right? Eh, it's kind of died down. Okay. I mean, that's that's kind of... <laughs> There's All just right. like one child crying outside. <laughs> here's, here's my proposal. Let me go find him. Best case scenario. You have animal talks like you said. Worst case. I'm out of your hair. Okay. Sounds great. Cool. Great. Please put wait, wait. Like, uh, Guinevere, like, 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 hits her axe, like, handle on the ground. Oh, and I... it's like, like, we need some assurance from you beyond your promise to come back. Yeah. Then Chase stands up and he goes, agreed. We, we must ensure our own interests as well. And that's why he takes the staff and he puts it forward. Like he, he extends as far as possible and he focuses and he says, I'm going to cast a return spell. If you're not back in 20 minutes, you'll simply be drawn right back here. <laughs> in Pretty fact, cool. and he, he twirls it once and then catches it to make sure he doesn't drop it again. He says, let's put a compulsion spell on you just to be sure. And Carl doesn't stop him because he just has one eyebrow up. And then he, the first thing he does is he holds it forward. He's like, there's no noise. That's literally Chase making the noise. (laughs) And then he says, compulsion. Now then for the return. And he traces a circle on the ground around himself, steps out of it, and then extends the staff and holds it with two hands and return. He'll come back. And when he does, he'll be a lot more ready. He'll wait. And he stops himself. He'll be much more willing to talk. That's a better way of saying it. And it's quiet. He made all his own sound effects. (laughs) And Carl's just staring at him. Chase. Yes. And like, what if he looks like she's like thinking if this is a good idea? Or like, sidebar, or not. sidebar. And he, he walks off to the side waiting for you. Uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> to be doubly sure that he is compelled to return. You please, should do everything. sidebar, sidebar, please. Gunavif walks over. All right, so you walk over there and he kind of le- and like lowers. He goes, Thank you for respecting the sidebar. I don't think. <laughs> so ridiculous. God. Thank you for respecting the sidebar. That's such a good line. It's so good. He so goes, good. I don't think we should be putting all of our plans in front of Carl. So. What do you have in mind? What are you thinking? I'm thinking that to be doubly sure, sure. that he'll return. Well, sure, sure. You should do it with your second uh, staff, just to be sure. Oh, I don't have any other staffs. What about the one on your shoulder? And he turns around and it's like, it's kind of hovering on his back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. If I have to use their own magic against them, I suppose that's that's the way to go. Before you do, though, and then she would be like, stay here, respecting the sidebar. Absolutely. And she'd walk back over to Carl and she'd be like, she'd like kind of like sit down and like pivot towards Carl and be like, you know, he didn't do anything to you, right? Uh, yeah. 
you know, he could do something to you if he used the other one, right? <laughs> no. Do you want me to have him try? Oh, uh, yeah, totally. Chase. And Chase comes over and goes, yeah, what's up? As discussed, for security, try again. <laughs> you got it. He kind of straightens himself out and he <clears throat> takes a couple steps back and then he pulls the halberd off his back, which it wasn't attached to anything, right? But nonetheless, he pulls it back and then he takes it and he looks much more natural with this. And then he spins it a bunch of times and it looks amazing. It looks like he's done this a thousand times, right? And then he, and he thrusts it forward and he puts the tip of the halberd on Carl's chest and Carl just for half a second, just like what? And then Pearl, maybe black dead. energy bursts oh out of uh, the halberd and it wraps around Carl. And then you watch as his shadow just. <laughs> gets sucked into the darkness. And when he pulls it away, Carl is devoid of life. Oh no! Crashes to the ground. And then Chase looks and goes, <laughs> and drops it and it crashes to the ground. He's like, <laughs> No, Carl! What did you do? Uh, Guinevieve is shocked. She like turns to Chase. What did you do? And we should stop there. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of World Walkers, The Other Ones. If you want to help out, if you like the podcast and you're trying to think, oh, man, what is my personal responsibility? What sort if destiny called me, how would I answer? The answer to that is, <laughs> please share the podcast. Help us get this out. Recommend it to anyone that you think might be interested and help us basically just make this thing blow up. Uh, thanks to the musicians and Sirenscape for making their work available. You can find links to their work in the show notes. Also, thank you to the patrons that made all this possible. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 what the um, fuck? Rip Carl. Rip. 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 <laughs> rip Carl. <laughs> no, Carl. No. Rip in peace, Carl. Rip in peace. That's right. Rip in peace. <sighs> Bad call, Guinevere. You've let out the darkness. <laughs> what have we uh, done? And that's how we created our own greatest enemy, Chase. <laughs> the dark wizard. <laughs> I like the idea that the story then flashes though like forty years like fourteen years later and Chase is like decked out and like mecha bad guy like darkness uh, and still carrying that dark thing was like we really should have given it to the orcs. Like really should have given it to the orcs. <laughs> yeah, we still can, y'all. We still can. Yes. Like like it's not too late, but damn, that is a that is an evil item right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Poke to Carl. It's one of these things where, with our limited information, like 
like how do we avoid being racist against orcs while at the same time like, <laughs> not potentially handing over a weapon of death to Cromung who might want to use it as a weapon of death. We have to check our privilege along the way, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really the key to any D&D game is checking your privilege. <laughs> your privilege. Literally roll to check. <laughs> <laughs> I do what now I, That's now what I, advantage means. You yeah. guys didn't know? <laughs> that's privilege. It's literally privilege. Enzo, can you put that in a comic where like a commoner is like, you need to check your adventurer privilege check. right now? <laughs> Check. You think everyone just gets out of the dungeon alive because you're an adventurer? <laughs> you, you think there's treasure at the end of it all, and it's just easy peasy fun. You just kill some monsters. You know what? Some of us live here, guys. <laughs> Not some play area for us. <laughs> oh my god, that was great, <laughs> guys! I don't know how I made it out. I'm really sorry. Man, I was, I was scared. <laughs> and so you have to wait to say penis before you have to wait <laughs> before you say penis multiple times okay I, I just wanted to, I think I thought I should just wait I thought I would say penis now just to make sure that the penis word was said right. in the first five penises minutes yeah you have to be careful with how you use the word penis yeah, if you're going to chase the D you got to chase it hard <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna go down a real dirty road, <laughs> but I have refrained from doing so. For your right. own safety, not for anyone else's. Yeah, pretty much. All right. You hear that? A little bit. Yeah, just just screaming at the dog. But his name is Tompkins. So it's like no Tompkins. Old Carl. Old Carl. <laughs> <laughs>